Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of the Confident Podcast. This one's going to be a little bit different than what I normally do because I have not handed this off to my editor. We are going with raw footage as I am doing this, um, I I guess we could call it live um, on my 31st birthday. So today is uh, my birthday. I turned the big 31 and I'm really excited to be here to chat with you guys and I I really wanted to start my day off with talking about or talking on the podcast because this is a place that I love to be. I love um, our our channel. I love everything about what we're doing, and I wanted to spend it with you guys because you guys are such amazing individuals who have continued to reach out to share your stories with me, and we're all growing in our confidence together. So, yes, this is going to be a little bit different, a little bit more raw, so um, stay tuned (laughs) through this whole thing because it's going to be a lot of fun. But today's topic I really wanted to chat about was really about the what I learned in my first year of my 30s and what I'm still learning about myself um, from my 20s and throughout my years um, regarding my confidence. And for me, confidence comes in a lot of different ways. And I've shared multiple times on the podcast about how my confidence has grown from changing jobs, from getting new friends to, again, changing careers and finding who I am and loving myself. And, you know, people always said to me, when you hit your 30s, it's the best decade because X, Y, Z. And if I'm being honest, when I was in my teenage years, I thought my life was going to be over when I turned 30, which is definitely not the case. Um, Actually, I feel like everything has been even more beautiful since being 30 years old. So if you take me back to last April, I had just turned 30 during a pandemic. I couldn't celebrate. All of my celebrations went out the window. And I, being, again, transparent as I always am, I cried on my 30th birthday last April for a good couple of hours. I had some friends come over, and it was just a really rough day for me. I... I don't know, it was partially because I was done with my 20s, what was my 30s going to look like, but I also wanted to start out the decade with fresh eyes um, to start out this new this new life that I had been hoping for, and so that meant I had to let go of baggage that honestly meant a lot to me that I loved very much, um, but I know that I had to let go in order for me to grow. And let me tell you, the self-respect that I've had for myself for the last year has continued to increase. It's it's amazing when you finally know that you just need to kind of step away from things, how hard it is. I will never say that it's easy, but how rewarding it is when you are learning about who you are as a person and what you need in your life. And so anybody listening in that's just had their bad days of like, I know I have to let go of X in order to move it to the next level. I just want to validate that I know how hard that is um, on multiple occasions, whether that was friendship, whether that was activities, whether that was my career, I had to make all of those decisions. And sometimes it took me a year to finally switch gears. And sometimes it was a lot easier, but it was because so many things and 
bridges burned had gotten me to where I was. And so I share that with you because, you know, I've learned a lot about myself in, in this last year. Yes, the pandemic definitely had something to do with it. But I think more and more as I've, I've, as I've grown up, I've just really appreciated a lot more of the little things. And so one of those things spe- specifically is success and my relationship with money. So when I was in my 20s, I really, truly believed that like I needed to make a certain amount of money to be happy. And, I, and I've shared that on the podcast before. I, I really be- believe that. And don't get me wrong, like definitely, I don't think anybody would say like, I don't want to make any more money. It's not that. It's more so my relationship with it. I no longer spend money to spend money just because I can. I have taken a pay cut since I went from the corporate world into a different lifestyle. And and I think too, like that has warmed my heart. I spend my money differently because I'm not buying as many things. I'm buying experiences. I'm donating back and I'm paying my bills. And, and I share all of that because I would really suggest that you look at your relationship with you you have with money is how are you spending it are you investing and and I I remember being in my 20s and it was way over my head and I told myself once I got into my 30s like I would do better um and now I've I've learned so much more and I've appreciated so much more but I think if I would have started earlier, I really am curious of how that would be. So that would be my first like piece of advice is really, really understand your relationship that you have with money and what you value with when it comes to success when it comes to money as well. And that gets me to my other point about success in general. I think this last year has taught me very much about um, work-life balance, Um finding time to play, finding time to spend time on investing in myself. And all of it has to come down to a lot of the little things. So a lot of little things used to bother me. I've always been one of those people that's like big picture strategy, but then how are the objectives? And then I love tactical items of being like, how are we going to do this video? How are we going to do this marketing? Who are we going to talk to? And All of those things are extremely important, but in the scheme of things, things don't always go as we have planned, just like in life, just like in anything. And so I really had to learn to let go of a lot of things in order for me to be happy with, um, you know, what's in front of me. And so that has taken a lot of work. So I, I will stress that over and over again. I didn't just wake up one day with no anxiety thinking like, okay, all of these pieces are going to fall into play because no balls did drop sometimes. Things were not perfect, but I knew that I had to learn from those moments in order for me to grow and in order for me to allow other people to grow as well. And so if you are struggling a lot with work-life balance right now, just know there's no perfect answer. You know, I've read all the books. I really have. And they're all super helpful. So I want to point that out. Like, they're super helpful. But what I had to do is put a plan that was that worked for me. So today is my day off. It is my birthday. We have a rule that um, you don't work on your birthday. And I'm very big on that. But then I also realized like I really love what I do. So yes, I am going to work a few hours today, but I'm excited about it to work on a few projects. But then I'm going to shut my computer. I'm going to go for a run with a friend. I'm going to spend time with friends and family. I'm going to eat some amazing Indian food and vegan dairy-free cake. And I am going to just try to embrace relaxing a little bit. And and the point is, is that the work's still going to be there when I get there tomorrow. 
So when you're thinking in your head, I want to get caught up, it's like, I understand that, but there's only so much to get caught up on because it's always going to be there. And I learned that the hard way. I always thought maybe if I get this stuff caught up, then I can work on this next project. And I found myself burning myself out when I was in my 20s. And don't get me wrong, I still have my moments. I, I'm definitely not perfect, but I've learned to be more confident in my skill sets, my talents, and how I spend my time. And that is something that I've really focused on is like, okay, setting a timer is saying for a project, I'm going to spend only one hour working on this today. And then once that hour is done, I have to move on to something else. And, and it's really helped me to focus. And so that work-life balance is extremely important. And so are taking breaks. I I made a deal with myself that, you know, in my past when it came to well-being, I would always focus on the mental and physical piece, especially that physical. I'm going to run this many miles. I'm going to do this many miles. And these last couple of weeks, I've really focused on, okay, I've got that down. Why why do I continue to make those my goals? I work out. I'm very good at the physical piece, but I'm not really good at the other pieces of well-being. So I've made commitments to myself to shut my laptop at a certain time most nights, to uh, FaceTime some friends during the week. And and it's been so rewarding because I've been able to spend more time doing other things that I love. And don't get me wrong, like my work, this podcast, my book, um, and my two companies, they mean the world to me and they are who I am. And and I'm okay with that. I think though that I'm really making time for dating and um, making time for my friends and my family and my dog, Denver, and just honestly being being me and being in the moment and really reflecting and enjoying those things. And so I'm very big on like work hard, play hard, but I'm also very big on taking breaks. And so if you are struggling with work-life balance, just know that that is a thing that we're all trying to struggle. My schedule and the way that I've been working has changed over time. And I'm totally okay with that, which is really exciting because it's like, I'm finally learning this flexibility that Something that worked a month ago might not work this month. And so I shared on the podcast about a year ago that I was going to make a deal with myself that I wouldn't work Fridays in the summertime. And last summer, I did that pretty well. Not perfect, but pretty well. And that's another rule or thing that I learned in my 30s was to do that, to enjoy those moments because I live in Michigan. We have the most beautiful summers and it only lasts a few months. So if I don't embrace that, then I'm missing out on all the things that I love. And so maybe you have a season in your life where you're like, I know that I need to take a break. I need to take these work-life balance a little bit more seriously because I have another season that's more busy. Then I really suggest that you take that. Find that flexibility. Again, you're not going to be perfect, but I promise that it is so worth it. So the next piece is loving your body and being confident in who you are in that aspect. Well, I'll tell you right now that this is a space that I am still growing in, but man, do I love my body way more than I did when I was a teenager. So when I was a teenager, I did the fad diets. I really struggled with not looking like all the other girls. I ate foods that wasn't good for me or didn't work for my body. Same thing with college. Um, I drank a lot of beer. I ate, you know, pizza or menas was a thing at Michigan State that we all ate super late. Um, It just was super unhealthy the way that I was eating, but I didn't know any different. And I know that that had a lot to do with body image because 
I was dieting and then I was eating bad and I just couldn't find this balance. And I always found myself staring at myself in the mirror, making sure like, am I bloated? Uh, what do I look like? What will people think? And I just think now I've come to, I, I've definitely taken a health journey. So like, let me, let me rephrase all of this by saying I, my body is very different than what it was 10 years ago, but I've, I've put a lot of work in focus on that, but I've also learned to embrace like, this is what my body looks like. And I love on the parts of my body that maybe I didn't in the past. And a couple years ago, I went to Ecuador for a retreat. And one of the things is, is we had to basically love on our bodies, love, love on the pieces of our body that we didn't love so much. And I remember that moment so well because it was super awkward for me, super uncomfortable. But I think about that all the time because I just so appreciate me giving myself love at that time because I, I was very much stressed at that point in my life. I was struggling with mental health. And so it was very good for me to be able to do that. And so as I am in my first year of my 30s, I would say that I rock my confidence a little bit differently because I am way more comfortable in my skin. I've learned, you know, who I am in an authentic way. I've learned to invest in myself. This is another piece that's massively important. I think it is by far one of the best things that you can do for yourself is invest in yourself. And I'm not sp saying spend a million dollars. I am literally saying self-care, spend time alone, find good friends, you know, maybe take some confidence classes, you know, work with me, happy to help you guys. And just really investing in your next steps because yes, sometimes it's going to cost some money. Point blank, it's going to cost some money, but it is worth it because so many times we spend money on pills and medicine when a lot of things can be fixed by just investing in ourselves and taking time to slow down and getting in support groups. And so investing in yourself is probably one of the best piece of advice I have continued to give others and give myself. And about two months ago, I was struggling. I was, I, and I shared it on this podcast, I was crying. I was trying to find this work-life balance, all of these things. And I finally just had to give myself a time out invest time in myself. And yes, that means that I take classes too. And I really dove into the curriculum that I teach in order for me to be able to get out of that slump and in order for me to grow. And so that is another piece of advice I would definitely give anybody. Um, and that also has to do with your body. So if you are having issues with your body, um, and you're not loving yourself, like, you know, it's really important that we embrace that, that we, we think about that for a second in order for us to realize, okay, I'm having an issue. What do I need to personally do to get out of this funk? Maybe it's just practicing affirmations. Maybe it is investing in yourself, or maybe it's getting into a support group that can really help you. All super important, which segues me into my next piece. Yes, I am like <laughs> super pumped about talking about all of this today. But it is really about your support system. Who are you surrounding yourself with? And, you know, confidence really does come from within. But when you have cheerleaders who are saying to you, like, if you're coming to them saying, hey, I'm thinking about applying for this job. I'm not sure if I'm qualified. And they're cheering you on and believing in you. Sometimes we need that reminder. It is so important that we start investing more in ourselves and trying to understand that piece. But while we're trying to grow in specific parts of our lives with confidence, we also know that it's important to have other people who are cheering us on to help us. And so I just want to make that pretty clear because I think it's important for people to understand that 
um, confidence just doesn't happen overnight. And I've shared that over and over again. But it's the little things. It's when you may be trying to go after a job or maybe when you're trying to do specific things that you're slowing down, you're realizing maybe I just need a pep talk and you call that person that's going to you know cheer you on or give you the really hard advice that you might not want to hear, but you know you need to hear it. And maybe that just means for one second, you're slowing down and saying to yourself, okay, is this what I, is this the story that I'm making up in my head or actually do I have the skills to do it? And more times than not, it's because we're playing the victim mindset and we're putting stories into our heads when really in reality, all of the things that we are capable of, um, we should be applying for those jobs. We should be going after that boy or girl that you want to date. That's asking people to be your friends or joining groups. And it's really about that, that approach that you personally want to take. But I will tell you right now that confidence is one of the best things that you can invest in for yourself and growing in it. Um, I am 31 today, like I said, and I have years of growth. And I started my confidence journey when I was 21, not 16, not 14. And I wish I would have. But my advice to anybody, no matter what age you're at, maybe you're 60 listening in, maybe you're 80, maybe you're 40, maybe you're 20, is that, you know, reach out. Ask me. Let's chalk. Let's get your confidence up there. Let's grow together. You know, I, I wrote a book in January about the strong women of Haiti. And I talk about all the things about, you know, their strength and what confidence looks like to them. And it looks very different than sometimes here in America, but we're all very similar in a lot of areas where we're trying to be confident in who we are. We're trying to find that self-worth. And so if I've learned anything in the last year, it's that that has to continue to be driven by myself. And the more that I've had confidence in myself, the more that when imposter syndrome comes up, the more when I'm struggling, the more that I'm crying, the more that I know how to handle it. Because those things just don't disappear, but you are able to manage them in a very different way, in a very stronger way, when you have the tools in your life and you've also worked so hard on your journey. So if you see someone out there that you're like, man, they have confidence, man, they have it together. At one point, they didn't. And behind the scenes, they're probably still struggling. And so as I think about everything that I wanted to talk about today, it, you know, I kind of went off in a few different areas, but I've learned so much in this past year, so many things in this last past decade. And so I'm just so honored to be in this role, to be talking about confidence, because this is literally what I eat, breathe, and sleep, because it is so important for me that other people know that confidence is a game changer. It is literally the motivator of every decision that we make. If you don't have confidence, you're probably not going after a specific thing. But if you do have confidence, you're probably going after it. And that is literally an indicator in how we respond in our behaviors to specific, specific areas of our lives. And then this last piece I want to share, and this one really came from years of just growing up um, and giving back as a kid, but like giving back and volunteering is probably one of the best things that you can do for yourself is, you know, when you're in a slump or you're struggling, it is so much better for us to just give and to volunteer. And if maybe you're struggling with your passion, your purpose, you don't really know what you want for your future. It's always important to volunteer, to find that, what makes you excited, what gets you out of bed. And giving back just is so rewarding. As someone who runs a nonprofit, I every day 
um, get to watch people that help us. And it is so inspiring and so beautiful when they want to help. And so I just highly suggest that if you are looking to get involved with a group, if you are looking to learn more about how to help other individuals that you give back, because I will tell you right now, there's a lot of need out there, especially on confidence and social and emotional skills. And so if you are interested in bringing any of my programs to your location, please let me know. Um, I just really want people to get confident, to give back and to volunteer as much as we possibly can. So thanks for tuning into my live per se podcast today. It's always so great to chat with everybody. And um, I mean, I guess I'm just talking, you guys are listening, but I hope that you took away some key things to understand that, you know, your 20s is great. I loved it. There's a lot of amazing memories, but my first year of my 30s has taught me so much as well. So every year you get older, it's a moment to embrace, to enjoy, and to know that you are so worth it, so amazing, and that um, if you continue to invest in yourself and in your confidence journey, so many beautiful things can happen. So as always, continue to spread love and confidence, or love, yeah, love and confidence and be kind to everybody that you meet. Thank you.